Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that focus on four themes, autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our platforms online provide us with an opportunity to have discussions and debates on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures in order for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, that also translates as recreating and co-creating spaces both socially and politically in order for our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on this topic, definitely be sure to check out our website. We've provided the link in the description below, so definitely be sure to check that out. And also, very exciting news, we're also available via podcast. So for those of you who would like to listen in instead of watching on YouTube, definitely be sure to listen in on Spotify, Breaker, Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, and Radio Public, all of which are available in the description below. And as our channel becomes available on more platforms, we'll definitely be updating the description so that you see all the ways that you can interact and engage with us. As is the YouTube convention, for those of you who are watching via YouTube, definitely be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you're aware of every time we post. And of course, if you like these discussions and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this video. Or for those of you listening via podcast, definitely be sure to like, comment, and share this audio. Let's get into it. Hello everyone and welcome back to another segment with us here at Project Purpose and we're very excited to be covering mental wellness this week. So mental wellness is typically more casual and more laid back and provides you with an opportunity to connect with you on a more personal level. Um, so for those of you who are new here on this channel, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, as well as education on a week by week basis and this week our topic of discussion is going to be mental wellness. And for those of you who have been missing it, I am done with my restorative cycle. I had a two week intensive cycle because I was burnt out a bit from a pretty extensive move, but I am back. So we're going to be wrapping up this video with a little hip flexor exercise. So definitely be sure to have your yoga mats ready. And for those of you who are listening in, I'll be as descriptive as possible so that you can follow along if you are able to via podcast. This week's discussion is actually going to be a bit of a recap of my talk on burnout. So I had a segment on burnout. I'll add the link uh, somewhere here on the screen and definitely in, this, in the description down below. 
Um, and in that video, I talked about my restorative cycle for when it is the case that I'm burned out. Now, what I didn't expect uh, to be a byproduct of that video is for people to assume that the only time I focus on restoration is during a burnout. And that's absolutely not true. That's totally a misconception, absolutely. Um, I think, and also for those of you who take longer periods of time to restore after experiencing a burnout, I think I need to take a couple of steps backwards. I think I, I jumped definitely into that video. It was a timely video because I was feeling burnt out. So it was easy for me to create that content and deliver that content to you, given that it was sort of what I was living through at the time. But I think I, I probably should have taken a couple of steps back and talked about the fact that restoration is part of my daily, weekly, monthly, yearly cadence. I am always thinking about restoration as, as, a as an integral part of, of every day. And I think the reason why, when it is the case that I've overdone it and that I feel burnt out, that I only really need two weeks to restore is because my body is cued for it. My body understands sort of the signals for when it's time to recharge, when it's time to restore, because it's such an integral part of my day-to-day -day routine. I am someone who is, again, I'm a high achiever, I'm a performer, and I've recognized that for ultimate performance, for my 100% to not be like a 40% in comparison to other people, I need to have a well-balanced lifestyle. My lifestyle needs to be a cycle of spending energy, resting and recharging. And I have that sort of built cyclically into every single day. I have it built into every single week. I have it built on a bi-weekly basis. There are different ways that this translates. And because of that, I have built up some fairly strong environmental and behavioral cues that my body recognizes as a signal that I'm shifting into a different aspect of my day or into a different aspect of my week or month. And I keep saying that because when we have routines, like it's easy to have a day-to-day -day routine, but life happens, right? So it's, it's nice to have flexibility in your day-to-day -day routines, flexibility in your weekly routines. I typically have a fairly rigid Monday, Wednesday, Friday routine. I have a Tuesday, Thursday week routine. I have a Saturday, Sunday routine. I have a bi-weekly Saturday, Sunday routine because I do like to fast twice a month at least, um, but only on, you know, every other Saturday. So there are different routines that I've built into my lifestyle, into my core lifestyle that enable me to always have sort of the required restoration to keep really pushing forward at a fairly high level. Um, and so what does this look like? And I, I wanted to be open about it. I'm gonna give a couple of examples for those of you who are thinking, well, maybe this is something that I'd like to adopt because we don't want to always be at 100% on a day-to-day -day basis, week-to-week, -week, month-to-month basis, because if that's the case, your burnout is going to be quite intensive and it's going to take you much longer than two weeks. It might take you several months, even maybe a, a, an annual sabbatical to get back on your feet. And you know, life is too short. You don't wanna to have to tap out for that long if you don't need to. So I think that it's very important that when you think about your day-to-day -day schedule that you build self-care into those day-to-days and you think about periods of restoration in those days and also periods of recharging. And I don't necessarily believe that restoration and recharging are the same things. Resting is a very different activity than doing something that like refuels your energy. And sometimes they go hand in hand. Like when you're sleeping, you're also resting and you're recharging. Um, but when I'm reading, I'm resting, but I'm not necessarily recharging, right? So I, I definitely differentiate between those two activities when I'm thinking about the way that I like to plan out my specific 
days. And you know, from when I wake up, I wake up and it's a fairly slow wake up. I drink my water. I do my morning fitness routine, which is sort of building or like activating the energy that I have. And then I eat, which is more energy before like I burn that energy off. So I'm looking to really burn that energy right out for about three hours. Um, and then at the tail end of that period, I might work out before I eat or eat and then work out. Um, and I interchange between those things. It, it depends on how I feel. It's not for me a good idea to work out hangry. It doesn't put me in the best state of mind while I'm, <laughs> while I'm working out. And depending on how, how, how hard I'm working or how much I'm concentrating in that morning stint of, you know, burning energy as I'm kind of being productive and doing the things that I have set out for myself, um, I might be too hungry to do a workout before lunch. And in, in that case, I will eat. Um, and then I will wait about an hour before I do a workout. And my workouts are restorative. So my midday workouts are very restorative. In fact, all of my workouts, now that I'm thinking about it, they're very restorative. Like they, I'm burning energy, but I feel that I'm gaining way more energy than I'm burning during that workout. And it's a great endorphin boof, boost, <laughs> sorry. It's a great endorphin boost and I like those because it means that I can limit the amount of caffeine that I intake and I don't like to have artificial energy that burns and helps me fuel throughout the day. I think that it, it really does exhaust my system. Um, I prefer to work on my own energy levels and have a real sense of when my energies are dipping so that I can refuel with like restorative activities or with recharge activities. Um, and not have this artificial high that comes from caffeine. Like I love my daily dose of caffeine in the morning, but I know that usually by midday, by my midday workout, and at that point, one liter of water, uh, I've burnt through that caffeine at least halfway. I don't want any caffeine in my system by the time it's time for bed. Otherwise it will disrupt my sleep, which is also very precious to me. Um, so again, when we think about restorative cycles, it's very important that you think about what restoration looks like for you if it is the case that you are experiencing a burnout. But restoration isn't just for when you're burnt out. So I think that that might be you know, a message that was misconstrued when I was talking about burnout and how I handled burnout uh, during my move. But I do have restoration built into my um um, and to my biology at this point. Restoration is what I think about restoration in order to push forward. I think about restoration, especially if I have more midterm, long-term goals. Like I have periods of restoration throughout all of the activities that I know that I need to kind of burn through in order to achieve that goal. So if you're goal-driven or if you have a goal that you would like to achieve and, and it requires a fairly stringent work cycle, if you want to increase the probability that you get there without burning out. You need to build in periods of rest, periods of recharge, and you need to know what that looks like for you so that you can make it there and still sort of maintain your level of health and well-being. I mean, there are going to be circumstances in your life where no matter how careful or how mindful you are, you're gonna burn way more energy than you have. And then, you know, you need to put yourself in a bit of an intensive restoration cycle. I think it's very privileged that I only need about two weeks to restore from a burnout. And I think that I'm only that privileged because restoration is always top of mind. So if you're someone who's very busy, if you're working minimum 60 hours a week, if you work way more than that, then you really need to be very mindful of the amounts of restoration that you have in your cycle. And you want to make room for restoration so that you're not working on a unborrowed time. 
So I wanted to make sure I cleared that up. I wanted to talk about the fact that like I love restoration and recharge. Like as much as I like burning energy, I love how it feels to recharge and to like re gain the energy that I've burnt out. And when you're only drinking caffeine, you don't feel that. You don't feel the effects of like naturally infusing your body with energy to then burn it and to the infuse your body with energy. It's like a wonderful cycle. It's a wonderful experience. Um, and when you're doing like an intensive restoration, you really feel the benefits of that. You really feel your body res responding to the wrath, responding to the refuel. And when you're ready to hit the ground running and I am ready now to hit the ground running, then you really are, you know, all of you is like activated, ready to go, taken care of, feels honored, feels valued and, and achieving and pushing forward towards the goals that you have in hand. So restoration is also not just physical restoration. I mean, I talk a little bit about like how I love to work out as part of my restoration. Meditation is a huge part of how I achieve restoration and recharge as well. It's a big mindset thing as well. So you need to make sure that the thoughts that you engage in, the people that you're interacting with are all sort of of the same mind and aren't taking precious amounts of energy that you have that you need in order to continue pushing forward towards the things that mean something to you in your life. So hopefully that gives a little bit more clarity on it. And when I think about like, if I have a seven task day, if I have seven fairly big tasks in a day, it's gonna take me roughly 12, 13 hours to achieve it. Then I typically will plan at least three activities that involve restoration and recharging during that day. And remember like other than sleep, which is both restoration and recharging, you have activities that are rest but aren't recharging. And you have other activities that are recharging but aren't restful. So I find that we really need to distinguish between those two things because it might feel like, you know, really nice to have a bit of a social media break and you entertain yourself on TikTok, uh, something I definitely do, but that's rest and not recharging. Like you're resting, like you're not having to focus and expend a whole lot of energy, but you're not refueling the energy that you've burnt either. So you don't want to only kind of shift between rest and spending energy because at some point you'll find that you're going to become lethargic and you're not going to have the energy for movement. And movement is what rebuilds your energy. And it seems a little paradoxical because you think, well, if I'm moving, I'm burning energy. But no, if you're doing the kinds of movement that really like ignite you, you're doing movements that are recharging you. Like it feels good. You get that nice cross between endorphins and adrenaline. And that is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful state of being to be in. And you wanna have that state of being as part of your daily cycle, even if what you do in a day on any given day is fairly different. And again, like I have a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule, I have a Tuesday, Thursday schedule, Saturday, Sunday schedule, bi-weekly Saturday, Sunday schedule, um, and things that I do on a monthly basis as well. And all of this has been built over time as I got to know my body, got to know what its needs were, really focus in mind, body, spiritual alignment. And I've come to sort of a space where I am in tune with what my body needs at what point in time. Again, those environmental and behavioral attributions, like you are the one, like I'm of the mindset that your body is your first child. Your body is your first child and you need to discipline your body. Your body needs to know like when and what um, you know, needs to take place. And sometimes my body will push back when I'm going too hard. And I'm very happy that it does that. And my body doesn't just take all that I'm sure I could dole out. But my body is the byproduct of a lot of discipline, a lot of mindfulness and a lot of intention by way of lifestyle choices, food choices, exercise, fitness choices, 
career choices, my body's a reflection of all of those things and of the fact that I think very intentionally about how different behaviors that I engage in are going to support me in the long run. So don't let health issues be the reason why you think about mind, body, and spiritual alignment. Definitely think about it because it helps you achieve the goals you want and live the life that you deserve. <laughs> so that was the first part of this video. I hope you enjoy it. The second part is going to be a bit of a stretch and I'm super excited for that because we haven't done a stretch together in over a month now because the last um, cycle of mental wellness, I was doing my restoration period. So I definitely wasn't in a space where I could do uh, a stretch with you. Uh, but let's get back to it. Uh, be with you in a second. Well, looks like we're workout ready. I've always wanted to do that. Just wanted to see if that little video magic worked out. Uh, let's find our ways down to the mat. Hello everyone and welcome to our hip flexor workout. We're gonna do a bit of a floor routine. Um, try to realign our hips and open them up just a little bit. So this will be quick. We'll just do a couple of movements, but let's get started with our cat and cow stretch. Just warm up the spine. So to get started, we're just gonna go on our hands and knees. We're gonna arch the back, breathe in. And then breathe it out, round up the back. Arch the back, breathe in. And then round out, back. One more time, arch. And then round it out. And so now what I wanted to do before we go into some hip opening workouts is I wanted to do the puppy pose. Let's open up our chest a little bit. And to do that, you're just going to square out your hips. Uh, and we're on our yoga mat, on our hands and knees. And we're just going to stretch out our upper body, bring it down, and bring that all the way down to the ground. Now what you can do is you can touch the forehead to the mat if putting your chin down is too intense. Otherwise, put your chin down and try to work your chest as close to the ground as possible. Then just take a couple deep breaths here. Feel that opening in your back, in your chest. Two more breaths. Great, so you're just gonna walk it up and then work all the way down to your belly, to a baby cobra. Look up. Great. So now what we're going to do is going to work our way back up. And we're gonna sit on our bums. And we're gonna do a thread the needle. So for this thread the needle, I'm actually going to use my go bar, um, but you can use your hand. And what we're gonna do is we're just gonna sit up back, put our backs on the ground, and you're going to take one knee or right knee, bring it to your chest. Um, and then what you want to do is alternate the ankle 
So that is completely parallel to your chest and you wanna bring that out there. Now you can take your hand behind your left leg now and bring your left leg forward, which is going to now open this right hip flexor. Or you can take your bar, bring it through, and bring that leg forward. And you're gonna go as far as you can go. You wanna feel the opening without injuring yourself. And then you're gonna take a couple of deep breaths. Just relax the upper body holding onto that bar or to your leg. And with every exhale, bring it as cl closer to your chest. With every exhale, bring it closer to your chest. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale. side. You're going to bring that back down. That feels good. Stretching it. Open up that leg. Stretch it out. What you're going to do is rotate that leg a little bit. Just a couple times. Just to open it up. Three times is good. And then bring it down and then we're going to do it on the other side. So left knee comes into the chest and then you're going to Bring that, bring that knee outwards so this is per, it's perpendicular so that it's parallel to your chest and rest it on your right knee. And then from here, you're either gonna grab your right leg with both hands or you're gonna grab your bar and you're gonna bring that right leg into your chest with your left ankle on your right knee. And you're gonna go as far as you can go, opening that hip flexor. And now here we breathe. Feels so good. Keep breathing. With every exhale, bringing that leg closer to your chest. Opening up the left glute muscle. Couple more breaths. Wonderful. So we're going to release slowly. Just bring that right leg down. You can remove your bar now. We're not going to use it anymore. And then just bring that leg up. And we're going to just rotate a couple times like we did with the right leg. So just three times. Ooh, feel that crack. Rotate that leg. Wonderful. So we're going to just give ourselves a big hug. Bring both knees into the chest. Bring your head up to meet your knees. And then we're gonna stretch those hamstrings out. So all the way up, and you're gonna to try to grab your toes and bring those legs as close to your body as you can. Now let's take a couple deep breaths here. Feel that stretch. And with every exhale, you bring it closer to your body.
wonderful. So then what we're gonna do here is we're gonna bring our, the paws of our feet together, bring them down so that your knees are pointing outward. And then bring your arms up. Now on your exhale, you're gonna bring your knees in. Inhale, bring them out. Exhale, bring them in. Inhale, bring them in, sorry. Exhale, bring them out. We're gonna do that a few more times, just with your breath. One more, and then we're gonna hold that position. So inhale up, then exhale back down. And here, we're just going to release ourselves into this position. Make sure the pads of your feet are still touching. And if you wanna push down on your legs just to get deeper into that stretch, you can do that. Otherwise, just stay here and let gravity do its work. Inhale, and exhale. All right, so let's come up. We're gonna first bring your legs in together and work our way up to our knees. I want you to windshield wipe the legs to the ground. And then what I want us to do is we're gonna go all the way up. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna lace, <laughs> is we're going to lace, we're gonna lace our legs together. So we're gonna bring the right knee in, the left knee over. This is another nice stretch for the glute and you're gonna bring your arms up into prayer position, and then we're gonna bend forward over the knees. If you can reach your arms up, then do that. And you should feel this in your left glute. Take a couple deep breaths here. And your knees should both be aligned. Two more breaths, inhale, exhale. Last one, inhale, and then exhale all the way up. Now what we're gonna do is we're simply gonna switch legs. Yeah. Bring your lift over and bring it back around. So feel free to adjust as you need to. You just want that right knee under your <laughs> left butt cheek and your left leg over. You wanna to try to make sure that your knees are aligned. Look up, prayer position, and bend it forward. You should feel that opening in your right glute muscle. And if you can bring your arms forward, that is great too. And let's take some deep breaths here. 
two more breaths. Last one, inhale. And rise up on your exhale. Great job, everyone. We're gonna uncross the legs. Now the last stretch that we're gonna do for this video is our butterfly pose. We're gonna bring those feet back together. And we're going to bring those feet as far into the body as we can. We're gonna hold on to those big toes and we're going to bring it forward, making sure that both butt cheeks stay on the ground and bring it forward as far as you can go. And feel that release in your body and let's hold here. Bringing those knees, pushing those knees downwards. more breaths and release <laughs> now let's just go back into a regular seated position adjust your body as you need to do any of the movements that you need to be doing right now just to get yourself comfortable and then reach up gathering all that positive energy and bring it to your heart center and reach up one more time, gathering all that positive energy, bringing it to your heart center. Thank you so much for doing this stretch with me today. I know I'm not a certified yoga instructor, but stretching is fun, regardless of who you do it with. And I really appreciate closing these mental wellness segments with a bit of a stretch. I love stretching. I'm personally very much a fan of yin yoga and I feel like these movements are like very easy quick ways to recharge in the middle of your day you feel good you feel energized and fluid and I love doing these segments with you guys I know that they're way more fun for me than you know <laughs> like they're super fun for me to do and I hope that you like them too and for those of you who are listening via the podcast let me know if it's easy to follow along with the stretches or what it is you need me to include so that you can follow along more easily. So that was it for our restoration video. I'm sorry again if anything was misconstrued. Restoration definitely isn't just something you do when you're burnt out. You want restoration to be top of mind throughout your entire day, your entire week, your entire month. Build out a cadence that works well. If it is the case that you burn out at some point, you don't need so much time to get back on the horse. If you're constantly thinking about restoration and engaging in different restorative and recharging activities throughout your lifestyle, like if you build it into your lifestyle, then if it is, you know, an, an occasion where you do kind of overdo it, you don't have to worry about taking so much time off to bounce back. So this was another video. Thank you so much for tuning in. I always appreciate engaging with you. The community is growing. Definitely be sure to subscribe to the channel, like, comment, share this video, get those you know to subscribe. We're here, <laughs> we're here at the hashtag Game Changers. We can have political discussions and we can have a fun time as well. It doesn't have to be all serious on this channel. So definitely stay tuned for more and until next time, talk soon, bye.